Oh, oh, oh. Are you single with it or you just joking? I had a split Friday, but no smoking. And no one went in, so I said just something. We should just go out and shoot the cup worldwide, baby. Like, what's poppin'? Just like, ooh, what's poppin'? I like you, what's poppin'? Ooh, what's good, what's poppin'? Just like, what's poppin'? Just like, ooh, what's poppin'? I like you, what's poppin'? Ooh, what's good, what's poppin'? Cause I'm single, but I'm not joking. Cause I'm scared you gon' leave me broken Even when I hesitate, stuck in my ways Would you let me be or is you controlling? I said that We should chill and kick back Feel burn, no blow some smoke And sit burn, lick it till I lose my sense mm-hmm. See my baby can't be have begun Woo! After a crazy mishap that we had Gosh, crazy, crazy mishap you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sometimes you have to go through the technical difficulties. You see what we do for you listeners, for our cufflinks, for the RNA community. Out of the goodness of Shouts. our hearts. From the goodness of our hearts. Because we love y'all. Because we love y'all. So I guess we've got to start again. So I'm going to start by saying hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. <laughs> yes. We are back. No falls today, it's just myself, Mr. Vans, and I am joined by the blonde bombshell, Big Riz, the Chrissy Hive. Hi, hi everyone, to, how y'all doing? I need, I need to put some reverb on the Chrissy Hive, I need to make that drop. Oh so they can hear, so they can hear me. So they, yeah, so they need to, so they know who you really are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who, who are you really? Wow, that's a, that's a bit of a crazy question to ask. Why? I'm me. Uh, okay. I'm me. Let's call it. What you see is what you get. Uh, okay. Okay. Um. Thank you. I'm him, Himothy. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy used to sit down somewhere. Everyone, Diddy. everyone is running around calling themselves him and Himothy. We'll get to Diddy later, but yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm him. Yes, you Mr. are. Mr. Vans in the cut. Okay. Oh. Forget all the AKs. They don't. They don't exist. Oh. Um, they only exist I mean, when Fall says it. Oh, so when I say it is invalid, am I playing? Oh no, you can say it, but you just don't say it. Oh. You, no, but you just don't say it. You don't, you only don't Falls know. rings out the AKs. It's true. It's true. That's that's his thing. We um, it's, it's, he's not here. It's that propaganda. Oh, don't I'm lie. Trying, uh, don't lie. Cheeks. Okay, I don't know how we got there, but you could have just said he was on holiday. He's busy clapping cheeks. Why would you... He's on vacation. Oh, so maybe he's like enjoying the sight with his with the love of his life. Falls is not enjoying no sight. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I hope he is having fun. I hope they're both having fun over there. Um, where yes, are they, they are. Fall says that he needs to come back black. Oh, yeah, he. I'm not even gonna repeat what he said because that man is outrageous. <laughs> He's actually a menace to society. <laughs> Fall said. No, he but needs do you know to what? Amistad black. 
Can you imagine? Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Nah, do you know what it was? Yeah, like when I was younger, a lot of the, a lot of the man them like they used to shy away from sunbathing. I'm, and I'm like, why? Because that oh. anti-blackness was seeping through their veins. They didn't want to come back too dark. Now nah, embrace the darkness. Embrace who it. you are. And it's Black funny because white they people say. get a bit like, oh, you um. So yeah, you look um. You know, you look you look well. You look healthy. You got a nice mm. nice glow to you. Little, little like, glow say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. I look black. Yeah, that was the aim. Do you know Barbara. what? Yeah. <laughs> there was one time at my old workplace. I had just come back from Turkey, and it, listen, that heat was insane. Right, so I came back dark. And my manager at the time was like, I hope you don't mind me asking you this, but have you have you gone darker? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, actually, I have, as a matter of fact, I can tan too. Yeah. They get so shifty as well. Like, they just get so like, oh, um, like, why are so you nervous? Like, yeah, I'm darker. It's possible. I have skin just like you. Okay. Yeah. I just have very melanin. Confused. Oh, so you you wear sunscreen? That's but you SPF every day, baby. Yeah, you look after that skin, King. I love that. Yeah, tell your MCMs to pile on the SPF. That's why they're looking ashy and crusty out in these streets. Oh, that's what I heard. Oh, okay, okay. That's what yeah. I heard. I, I just I'm just mm. repeating what I heard, basically. Mr. Community, ear to the streets. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't like that term. No? I'm not for the community. Okay. And the community okay. is not for me. Okay. Um, Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. I stand alone. Okay. I love that. Obviously, with you and Foles as well. Yeah. We stand alone As an together. entity. Yes. Woo. <laughs> no, don't move. <laughs> anyway, cheers. Cheers. I need to crack open. Got the Gordons on deck. Woo. Yeah. Mm, when did you become Gordons. a gin, When you introduced me into gin. Wow. Look at me. Pioneer. You really did that. Look, Look at your influence. Wow. Shit. It only wow. took you like 15 years. Let's just go with the positives, mm. okay? Yeah. And then, you know, when you drink a specific drink and then you look um, at the back of the of the... The dead air. Um, <laughs> you look at the ingredients and you're like, oh, rah, like, you know, I can really drink this and be calm. You know, oh. low calories and stuff, you know. Got to keep the thing shredded, you see me? I said, um, you can't just drink more of them because there's less sugar. That's not really how that works. There's still alcohol in there. Yeah, of course. But, like, you can get turned without feeling shit the next day. You you know, okay. without feeling heavy. And you know when you go to the gym, like, and you're sweating out all that henny? Nah. You go gym. It's nice and calm. Can't be. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you trying to get the waist snatched you got, for summer, yeah? You, well, I mean, summer's finished, kind of, because, you know, we're sweltering out here. Everyone's out with their summer dresses in September. Mm. But, do you know what? September's always been like this. Like, the first half of September has always been sunny. But I think it's just something that's inherently British. We will always be shocked by the weather that comes around every single year. 
it's like it happens and we're never prepared for it and it's the most like shocking most outrageous thing ever it's only because like we've been spoiled over the past couple of years do you know what I mean? Like, you know, when you do something, yeah, like maybe, I don't know, three times, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> As an example, yeah, I'm, you're I'm, in a relationship. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go with you here. Let's say, let's say you're in a relationship, yeah? Yeah. And you've done something like three times in the five-year relationship. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, you always do it. Yeah. No. I've done it three yeah. times. Oh, wow. Okay. You always um, do this. Yeah, but it's more than once, it's more than <laughs> twice. More than twice. You always do it. I mean, just don't, I mean, hey. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, the weather's great. Everyone is smiling. So by the time you hear this, you'll hear the smooth sounds of myself and Chrissy. You know, we're here to kind of, you know, bring the vibe. Mm. <laughs> it's been a while since I've uh, done this remote thing. It's your debut, though. How are you feeling? I know it's. Um, I feel happy. I feel fulfilled. Um, yeah. What's your internet connection saying? Uh, I've got all of the bars. Wow, I love that for me. What's your? I love saying? that too. Ah, listen. Don't make me bring out the technical terms. Oh, the, the, okay. the gigahertz. Some BPS per minute and that. Mm. Or like megahertz. Oh, is that right? Mm. Black women. Gigahertz. In well, well, we, oh, no, oh, we've moved oh, on to gigahertz. Oh. Maybe your oh. internet connection's mega, but you know. Drag me then. But yeah. It's not a dragon, it's just, you know, education. Wow. Black women in mm. tech. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> 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 not all over the equipment but anyways you've got a lot to get to mm. um i don't think we have much time on this uh this little app that we can go on okay um, then make it do what it do make it do what we do um mm. we we had a, a small little discussion i think i need to pause this and uh you know tell people to be quiet just okay, a second well. all right and we are back. Um, you know, I had to silence the noisy Africans in oh. my household. Wow, racismo, you did a racism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know how we be. did a racism. Wow. You're perpetuating... Come on, you know how we be. Hmm? Wow. You're perpetuating stereotypes. It's actually quite hot in this house. I, like, I don't understand... It's hot everywhere. Indian summer. Wow. Woo. Woo. Monsoon in the man. Um, yeah. Geography. Is that in summer or no? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Seasons. Great. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what is next, fans? <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, I'm in a very unserious mood. I wanted to, you know, touch on a somber, like, you know, quite serious kind of topic. But no. Let's okay, not do okay, that. Okay. Let's jump straight into music, man. Um, there's been a lot of things that have been happening over the past week or so. Um, across the pond, as you know, Drake has been on his tour, his North American tour. And there's been a theme like in um, quite a few locations across that continent. 
where women have been throwing bras at him on stage. I mean, whether you whether Drake tickles your fancy or not, I don't know, but I know that a lot of women do like Drake, right? Yeah. So I think there was one clip that went viral where like there was this massive bra that got flung on stage and he was just like Hey yo, where she at? <laughs> where you at? Kind of thing. Uh, so I think from then it became like a, a a a theme across like all the all the all the shows that he was doing. So now he shared a photo of the collection of bras he's received from fans, and quotes: "Remember when we both forgot who the fuck I was in unison." That wavelength was death a foolish one. Don't know what that means and how <laughs> in relation it is to this. But he shares a photo. I think I sent it over to you. And there are so many bras that are lined up perfectly, color coordinated with a creepy smile. I think this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's given scary. It's given really, really scary. Who organised these braziers? That's what I want to know. Who did that? Was it him? Probably not. So someone, it was their responsibility during this day to line up probably hundreds of bras. What the hell? Why do you keep them? Where do you store them? If they're wearing them at a concert, were they hot and sweaty in them? Do you just have sweaty bras just in your abode? It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, now that he has them, I'm sure they're they're not sweaty anymore. They're no longer sweaty. Like they they've dried up now. <laughs> That's so much better. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like at this stage in his career, it's it's no it's it's not a bragging right. We know that you're the biggest artist, one of the or arguably the biggest artist in the world, and you know, yeah, this is just another one of those corny things that he does so corny so corny but like, you know too much i'm not impressed by the bras that i'm seeing in this photo either the bra game um, is kind of dead so okay lie. talk to me so what would you as a an expert in bras talk to me about what you would want to have seen well, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert in bras. I'm just saying that, like, some of these bras, like, come on, man, you're throwing out, like, one of the biggest artists in the world. Like, you got to do better. Come with a better bra. Oh, wow. What if... Come with your slap me out, bra. Them. Oh. Come with that bra that you would wear underneath the trench coat, if you own one. Um, But what if the moment just took them, and that's the bra they happen to have on? Fair enough. It's, Fair enough. I mean, but I'm just. I don't think you know, that's the strangest thing. But apparently, I'm bad vibes, is, so I've got to live up to it. You are, yeah, you are. I'll be honest with you. Um, some of these bras look quite big, and I know that the big titty babes say bras are really expensive, like especially if you're a busty babe. So mm, the the bravissimo joints. <laughs> But you're not a bra expert. <laughs> Telling on yourself. Hey, 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 hey. For no brand. Person got no brand again. Okay. No awaking. Um, I just think, wow, that's dedication. Although I'm really pre in this picture. And there is one there that does look like she thought about this in advance. It's silky and it's got like fur trim on the top. That babe was what? ready. Yeah. Wait, yeah. So kind of <laughs> under his arm. <laughs> Under his 
right arm. It's like under a cyan blue type of bra. One, okay. Two, three, four. Yeah, so yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Can you see? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I can see it. That's not a practical bra. That's not an everyday bra. That's like the babes that have like the bedazzled steering wheel. <laughs> or like <laughs> like the furry seat cover in their car. Yeah, I'm annoyed because I agree with you. It's definitely giving a vibe. <laughs> like, Quite a few red ones in what? there. Red was obviously a very popular choice. What's your that. opinion on like red lingerie? Um, no, thank you. I'm a black babe through and through. Black and new. Just all black. Like, yeah, all black. Don't want to switch up some days now. Like, um, no. So I have like different types of black. <laughs> There's like a, a midnight black, a deep black, off black. Wait. What's the difference between a deep black and a midnight black? <laughs> there's there's none. There's absolutely none. No, um my underwear is and like off black is like, like that's faded. Yeah, Sorry? So, you know. Um <laughs> black and nude. That's just my bag. Right. Not the off black. Where you've washed it no. too much. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was taking the piss. I was just giving you different shades of black, but they're all black. Right. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. Crazy. That's crazy, man. I wonder if the man then would accept their women like just throwing bras at Drake. Yeah, like why are you doing that? Like, imagine like your babe comes home without her bra. Braless. And was like, yeah, you know, I just this voice. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all the babes are doing is half free. It's half free, my bra. You're so annoying. Nah. Listen, the like everyone stateside are having a blast. Obviously, yesterday it was the Queen Bee's birthday. Yes. She's still on tour, which is crazy. Like I don't know how she's still managing to do it without putting a foot wrong. Okay, two days ago. Sorry. It's okay. okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah, she's not human. I mean, I know she is, but it's it's actually incredible to watch. It was a star-studded event. There were so many people there. And she had Diana Ross on stage singing happy birthday yeah. to her. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Only only her that can happen to. And um, I don't know if you saw, but like there was she did her speech on stage, her birthday speech. Mm. Did you did you listen to it? No. Oh, it was a really good speech, man. It was about two minutes long. She was just like thanking everyone and obviously like, you know, saying that she said, thank you for rocking with me since 1997. Your fave could never, your fave could never, never. Yeah, well, well, yeah, my fave started in 96, so. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just saying. Cool down. Get entangled, Mr. Hibenda. <laughs> People are saying that, like, you know, she gave us, like, the diet version of, um, you know, the Renaissance tour because... Oh. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I think artists across the pond aren't going to give the same shows that they give when they're back home because 
of metrics. What we like is probably different. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, um, although like she is a big, huge megastar that like probably everyone or the majority of the people that would fill up a stadium would know her entire catalogue. But at the same time, like you gotta watch out for the worries that come to your show <laughs> that are only there for the bait hits, the crazy yeah. loves and the sweet dreams. Yeah. What else Halo. is like a bait? Like so, they love it. Yeah, Halo. Yeah, man, all of those bullshit songs, like, do you know what I mean? Whoa. So, I don't know how you got to something I said for. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe not bullshit, let's call it, but okay. No, but like, sometimes you've got to be honest, yeah, and say that, like, even your fave has some songs that aren't that good. Yeah, um, I don't listen to Halo. I'm not putting Sweet Dreams in there or Crazy in Love. I'm putting Halo in there and Single yeah. Ladies and Run, Run, Run something. If I were the a girl's boy, one. don't drag me. Okay. Yeah, well, that wasn't great either. Okay, yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah. it's not for me. But not too much on B. But yeah, like, what, what's, 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 what's this whole thing about, like, the where everyone goes mute? Okay, I, I don't remember that at the concert. I don't remember people being mute once. <laughs> I don't remember anyone being mute once. Because like, we were all yelling. It, I only took note of this, like, recently. Yeah. Where people were telling other people to shut up in the concert. <laughs> shut up! What, for, for going mute for, like, what, 0.5 seconds? Yeah, people do need to calm down. You must be capable of being quiet for for thirty seconds. It's possible. Um, wait, and that's what we need to calm down about. <laughs> wait, what? You said people need to calm down. You must be capable to go mute for zero point five seconds. Yeah, people like, need to possible. calm down and telling other people to shut up. Oh, I'm at a I concert. I'm here to enjoy myself. Okay, fair. Um, yeah, letting people enjoy things. Um, it's not that deep, yes, but also people are trying to have like a joint experience and if someone yells by accident because they don't know what's going on, fine. And I do agree that you shouldn't be telling people that you don't know to shut up because if they then move mad, what are you going to do? But I also think <clears throat> there are some people that just like to ruin the moment and if you're that person, then a plague on your household. But if it was an accident, you can go true. Excuse me? <laughs> no, too much? Sorry. What did you say? <laughs> a plague on your household. <laughs> a plague. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Over Beyonce. You be high a lot uh, no. uneasy, you know. No, it's just because it's, it's been a long day. No, obviously not a plague on your household. Um, There are some people that just go out of their way to be that person. But I mm. you, know, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be telling people to shut up. That's... <clears throat> That's ridiculous because if you get punched in your face now, what are you gonna do? Ah, uh, punched in your face, oh. you know. Okay, bonjour, wee wee. I mean, out there. Okay, he's a bilingual boy. Bilingual boy. This is the body copy you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, everyone in the comfort of their own home, own room, they do mad things. It's true. I told you, you know my thing's press-ups. 
you just randomly do press ups like yeah. when you're bored. Not even when like I'm, fitness. Not even boredom is when I'm in the like the belly of procrastination and there's something <clears throat> that I don't want to do and I've done everything else I need to do but that thing. The last thing I resort to is always push ups because sometimes I don't know why I think that like maybe if I do press ups, the work will just go away. It doesn't. Do you know what? Yeah, I need to adopt that level of thinking. <laughs> what? <laughs> I do. Because, like, it kind of makes sense. You know, when you're like just procrastinating, you're not bothered. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, you're just, you need some so, sort of motivation somewhere. Do press ups. It'll wake your ass up. Definitely. Oh. Yeah. How many press ups can you there. do? Um, the last time I tried, I got to nine. Okay. <laughs> okay, wow. big riz. Wow. <laughs> okay, but big riz. My body was definitely trembling like that babe in the free yard video. By the end of it, <laughs> I was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the people that were. Obviously, like, shout-outs to everyone that took part in UK history. Um, that is Channel U, very instrumental in the development of some of our, of the genre, the scene. Um, a lot of our our favourite artists, you know, either saw it as a stepping stone or were, was inspired by what they saw on um, Channel U. However, however... <laughs> A lot of people must look back and think cringe. They must yeah. cringe so hard because, like, a lot of it is just like, why did I do that? So embarrassing. Thank you know what I mean? God for growth. Yes, I get it. But also, that's, 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 no, that's not nice to look back at. But shout out everyone. Shout out to everyone, man. And speaking of everyone, I think that this is the moment where I go and look at the interaction from our Hello. listeners. Shout out to the Cufflinks and the RNA community. Let's see what we got. What do we got? 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 I think we need to call this segment something, don't you think? Uh, yeah, why don't you come up with a name? Wow. Okay. What I've been doing for the past eight years, but you know. Oh, flex on them. Okay. Wow. All right. We got Vic. We got Vic. We got Vic. So this is um, feedback from Vad Vibes. Our last episode, episode four or six. Uh, Vic. Vic Sanusi from Black Girls Living. Shouts to Vic, one of my favorite Shout podcasts. Out. Shouts to Jazz as well. Shout Happy belated Jazz. birthday. Oh, ba, 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 ba. Um, e on energy. You lot are too funny. Yes, we are. E2 says, <laughs> I love you loads, Chrissy, but your palate is on par with five-year-olds. Wow. Oh, wow, what did I <laughs> say? Oh, Chrissy, my please. gosh. Wait, what did Mangoes, I raspberries. Oh. Mangoes, raspberries, and peaches are no-nos, but you'll devour Granny Smith apples. They're the sparkling water of fruits. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I feel really attacked. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> they are the sparkling water of fruits. I love Granny Smith apples and I love sparkling water, but thank you for your um thank you for dragging me. I appreciate it. E2 is a repeat offender, man. Keep yeah. keep keep commenting keep E2, offended. man. We love you over here. Still keep offended. Um Mona. I laughed out loud in the gym to Vad Vibes. Another good episode. Double heart emojis. We love you too, Mona. Keep oh, listening. Keep oh. spreading the word. The Miss K underscore says, this episode had me cackling. You guys definitely need to get all the episode names and mistake clips. Um, yes, I'm sure we'll collect, um, you know, we'll compile a list of clips and we will send out a compilation probably at the end of the year so look out for that titles as well yes and um yeah keep sending in these um comments and stuff we've got Fola. as someone actually named Fola, i'd be sitting so straight hearing chrissy stern (laughs) Fola. <laughs> like yo, sorry, ma. <laughs> Got crying emoji. Love that. The heart shape emojis and a couple heart emojis. Shouts to you, follow. Mm. Keep listening. Um, and we have AKS three two one. Shikari has definitely been problematic and an architect of her own misfortune, but I appreciate that she seems to have mellowed out now. And is on a don't call it a comeback run right now. Shouts to Shikari Richardson, man. Yeah. You know, killing it out here. Dedication. Woo. Yeah, man. Plus patience and all of that, whatever Nipsey said, man. Um, but yeah, that's all that we have in the comments for this week. Keep sending them in, man. I feel like we yes. get um, more and more comments as the weeks go or as the episodes go. We're really trying to popularize this one. So please um keep sending them in we love, love the interaction yeah that's so funny man what, um what actually it? let me go back to one we've got a new one as well um that i didn't have a look at for the earth ghetto episode featuring chris <laughs> capo shouts to chris capo um lol my grandmother told me that it's normal for your sister or your mother to breastfeed your child but obviously it's not common in today's world i'm south african by the way thank you thank you for sharing we really appreciate your effort and you um, giving us an insight into what happens in different parts of the world and are you ready what are you ready that was quite a political answer Knowledge is power. Fair enough. Yeah, knowledge is power. New? I didn't know that before now. I didn't think I wanted to know, but thank you. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, all right. So moving on, shall we? Let's move on. In let's move on to some music news. Um we spoke about Diddy briefly earlier about the whole Himothy thing. <laughs> he said he's um he's about to drop his album next month, an R and B album, in which he says, "What did he say? You know him. It's he called um the Love Album off the Grid. You know how he's 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 turned his name into Love, or he's <laughs> love. changed his name to Love. Hey, love. love. 
actually it's not out next month it's out next week september oh, wow. the 15th r&b is alive he says um and also a part of the rollout is that he's been honored um with the 2023 global icon award at the vmas next week as well um so yeah but what i wanted to discuss with you is the fact that he's been scrutinized over the past decade or so or two the past two decades about robin is artists yeah so now there's been a um an article that's come out saying that diddy has reassigned his publishing rights back to all the artists and songwriters who helped build bad boy entertainment mace faith evans the locks 112 and the estate of the notorious big um, they have already signed agreements to regain those rights. Thoughts? Um, I good for them. I'm interested in how in kind of what prompted this because I don't think that's something that he would have. I could be wrong, and this is sheer speculation. Um, I find it difficult to believe that he'll just wake up one day and say, yeah, I'm going to do this. I want to know what the pressures were that he got. Was it from people calling him bad vibes and saying you don't do that? Maybe he went to an obia woman and she said like, oh my God, you need to like give these people back their money. And that's when the Diddy curse will lift. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it could be a multitude of things. That's true. And it's good that you said that because... Over the past couple of years, like we've seen a lot of artists sell their catalog for mm. like I don't know hundreds of millions, yeah. and you know we saw Little Wayne do it. We saw Future recently do it, selling his catalog for seventy-five million dollars. Um, so in this article, it says a bad boy representative declined to disclose the terms of those deals, right? As in, you know him. Um, reassigning the, the yeah. publishing rights to those artists. However, sources with knowledge of the situation say that the process of reaching out to the artists had begun, to the artists and writers began in May 2021 after okay. Diddy had turned down various offers to sell the catalogue. Which is quite honourable to do regarding like, you know, the situation, <laughs> right? Um because yeah, he could have he could have sold it all, and that his, that catalog must be worth like hundreds of millions. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's not only rappers, singers, writers, everyone that helped build the empire, as they said. But then some people, like you know, have provided some pushback to to this news by saying that like if these are publishing rights, how much are these people getting? Because like some of these songs are 20 years old that doesn't mm. have that much playback it's not as popular as it once was so like yeah. how much money are they still retaining yeah. do you know what i'm saying if it's like if they're only getting it now like are they getting backdated i doubt it he's not going to do that he's yeah. a very savvy businessman yeah um, I think with this as well just like you said because it's been so long now it could kind of be seen as a slap in the face as well because yes, you're giving it back to me now, but 
I'm not really eating off this anymore. I'm not, the songs are not getting played like they used to. So in the prime of these songs and in their heyday, you got to, you got to profit off that or benefit off that. And now you're giving it to me when it's like dusty and raggedy. Yeah. There is also another side to this. If from the eyes of an executive, which a lot of us are. Mm. So our understanding is limited as well. But just in the basis of having a well-rounded conversation, like we need to see it from his eyes and how much input did he actually had into creating yeah. this and making these people the stars that they that they were. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> once they did leave Diddy, like it just wasn't the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Do you know what I'm saying? So like from his point of view, he could be like, well, you were given what you were given and then I took my cut, which is the majority cut because I did the most of the work, the majority of the work. I'm he may him. be the artist, but <laughs> I made it work. Him a fee. <laughs> him a fee. I don't know, innit? Because like, it's ironic that, you know, all of this is coming to light because... um. I think that when Diddy went on stage a few years ago at the Grammys, like, you know, getting onto them about um, uh, the the Academy not acknowledging black excellence or, you know, acknowledging like, you know, all its black artists Mm. and screaming black excellence in which I think we discussed this on a podcast a couple of yeah. years ago, around that time as well, where, like, Mace clapped back and he was like, "Raw, you still owe me this, that, and a third, like, yeah. which makes me never want to work with you again. That's not the black excellence that you preach. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that post has been deleted now. But, you know, this is a thing that, this is a label that's been founded, that was founded in 1993. And since then... They've just, you know, like come with a lot of hits, a lot of iconic hits. Yeah. And there has been a lot of artists that have come and gone. There's a lot of tragedy that's been, you know, that has surrounded Bad Boy Diddy and its artists. And he just seems to come out of it unscathed. And, you know, dancing and all the videos <laughs> <laughs> and all of these things. Like, so I don't know, man. We'll see how this pans out. I just thought that it was really interesting that um, this is in the works. And it seems like it has been in the works since 2021, allegedly. So, um, better late than never. All we, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll just see how it goes in it because, like, now he's rebranded in it from. Puff Daddy to Diddy to Love. Yeah. And he's dropping an album for the first time in a very long time. I think the yeah. last album that we got from him was the Diddy Dirty Diddy Dirty Money album. Ages ago. Which Yeah, and and for me that was an incredible album. Um so I don't know man, but I thought that it was something worth reporting. If any of you lot have a take on this, then feel free to, you know, discuss with us yes and do you believe that this is gonna come from the kindness 
of no. Sean Puffy Combs's heart? Or is this just a, a, a PR stunt? Something for good PR? That's I think it could potentially be... I think it's going to be a combination of the two. Um, I probably think, so? think Ego would... I think Ego would play more of a part than the kindness of his heart. But he has rebranded now. He's loved. So, I don't know. But, like I said before, I don't see him just waking up one day and thinking, hmm, I'm going to do the right thing. But, again, he's now loved. So, who knows? Yeah, man. Um, We've only heard, like, what, two or three singles from this supposed album that's coming out next week. We heard the one with Bryson Tiller. Mm. Stay in your bag. Get in your bag. What's it called? She don't want my love. I guess I got it. Do you know I didn't like it at first? It's a banger. I didn't like it at first because he was running around like Puck saying, <laughs> Get in your bags. You know, R&B is dead. Oh. He was like, R&B is dead and blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to bring back the feeling. And this was the first single that he brought out. And I was like, mm, oh. This ain't it. Knock it is off. Is that the one where he was yelling at the end of the video on the CCTV kind of thing? Give him a hundred thousand. No, it's not that. And then the guy. That said, that's when, um, the one you were talking about is where he's in the bar, and the guy was like, "Everyone's in here smoking hookah." Again, all tips. Yeah. But then the one I'm talking about, he's in like some sort of room, and there's a couple of other guys there, and he's yelling like, "We built this," or something like that. Hmm. Someone's gonna know what we're talking about. I think that Maybe might be an recent. old one. Yeah, maybe yeah. you want to work with them or you want to work with God, that nigga. Oh, that's what he said. No, I, I, I know that's, that's what he a, said. No, perfect. Yeah, that was um on Rick Ross's single back in like 2014, I think it was. Oh, um, nice. and then he had Sex in the Porsche featuring Pie Next Door. I, I like that one. That song is uh, it's a big banger. Yeah, and um, I haven't really heard anything else since. I think he's got like a New York remix to the one with Bryson Tiller with Young Miami. Oh, and then he's there. got Act Bad. That was all. Is Act Bad I'm his? So or... shy for him. Is that JT and um, Young Miami? <laughs> I don't think he was awful. I just think he was that. awful because it's him. You're 55 years old. Yes, I agree. I agree. Act grown. Act grown. <laughs> How about that? Act your age. Okay. I, I find it very icky that he he's in the club with his children. Like, sir. Is it icky sir? though? Like, you know, go Garage Nation. You see a lot of babes with their mums. <laughs> but they're Sorry. not dating the same kind of guys as their mum. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, oh tell us more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't oh, go okay. to them places. No. Oh. <laughs> what have you got against Garage Nation? Nothing at all. Shout out to oh, them, man. Okay. Keeping the genre alive. What? Back to 95 and that. <laughs> but you're not bad vibes. I'm fantastic vibes. Okay. With a sprinkle of bad okay. vibes. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so speaking of, we spoke about did his speech at the Grammys, but we have um, more news on some music now that 
AI has taken over the world, you know, shouts to the, all the Donnies that are writing um, love letters via chat GPTs to their babes. <laughs> the AI-generated Drake and The Weekend song has been submitted for two Grammys, Best Rap Song and Song of the Year. Crazy. It's absolutely yeah. eligible because it was written by a human, says Recording Academy CEO Harvey Mason Jr. I don't agree with this at all. I don't know about you. Um, I haven't heard the song. No, have I? This is the best I'm hearing of it. Like, yeah, so that there was like an AI-generated song that, you know, someone created and apparently it gained, like, popularity to the point where it's, it's now being considered for a Grammy. I, I'd be pissed off if I was another artist. I agree. To be honest. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Like, and I just feel like this is the world music is going. Yeah. The, the whole AI thing I've always found quite scary because we've, wor- we've watched enough dystopian kind of movies to see where this ends up. And yes, there's a lot that AI can help us do. But when it comes to the arts, I think there's a very thin line which i kind of feel like we this which i feel this proves we've already crossed between it being funny and humorous to it genuinely undermining the efforts of genuine creators um drake and the weekend aside if if you now have machinery so to speak that is able to win these kinds of awards people like drake and the weekend they have platforms and the exposure they have all of that already it okay it might be annoying for them and it might make a small dent in their streams or whatever it is but for some people for the smaller artists this can be catastrophic because how are you going to compete with that yeah all it needs is that like although neither drake nor the weekend had anything to do with it Mm. they're going to look at this and be like well, another artist is going to look at this and, and just be like, well, these men are household names, established, like yeah. global superstars. Just from the name alone, it holds weight. Drake is just about to drop a new album soon. So then it just becomes like an overpowering over the other artists that mm. didn't have much of a chance to begin with. And now it just makes their chances even slimmer than it was before. Um, So it's been submitted. I'm not sure if they're actually going to... If they're actually going to consider it. Yeah. um, But the CEO of the Recording um, Academy says it's absolutely eligible because it was written by a human, um, which, you know, I just think is a bit of a cop out of a statement um but also from drake in the weekend side someone shouldn't be able to take my voice and make a song and win win uh, win a grammy that doesn't seem fair yeah so a rep yeah yeah it doesn't it's it's weird a representative for um the ghostwriter confirmed to the Times that Heart on My Sleeve, which is the song, was submitted for the Best Rap Song of the Year, Best Rap Song and Song of the Year, awards that are given to songwriters as opposed to its performers. 
In this case, the lyrics were written by Ghostwriter despite the computer-generated vocal performances. No, uh-huh. weird. Still weird to me. I understand it more when you explain it like that, the logic behind it, but it seems like... Surely you would Wait, have so... to get samples cleared, so why wouldn't you have to get the use of someone else's voice cleared? That is true. That is a good point. But even if the track is considered eligible from a creative standpoint, Grammy rules require that songs have generation distribution, meaning the broad release of a recording available nationwide via brick and mortar stores, third-party online retailers, and or streaming services. After the song initially popped up on YouTube and streaming services, it disappeared as Universal Music apparently sent takedown notices to the DSPs. And it has since been re-uploaded by unofficial third parties across the internet and streaming services. Considering the copyright issues, commercial viability for Heart on My Sleeve is an uphill battle. Yeah, that doesn't surprise Um, me at all. Well, yeah. You shouldn't be able um, to just take someone's voice and do what you want with it. That's weird. Yeah. Um, boy, I don't know, man. They, um, the CEO clarified the Academy's new rules on AI earlier this summer with the Grammy chief telling Variety in July, we're not going to be given a nomination or an award to an AI computer or someone who just prompted AI. That's the distinction that we're trying to make. It's the human award highlighting excellence driven by human creativity. Hmm. Yeah, big hmm. Yeah. Big, big, big hmm. So there's like a lot of new rules that are going to be put, um, put into place. And that just opens up like a, a pool for people to just jump on AI and win a Grammy. Yeah. Someone that like maybe doesn't have anything to do with music but is quite savvy and creative can use an artist's voice just by you know the the ai generation and being able to write something that they think this is something that drake or the weekend would say yeah this uh, yeah i think the whole thing is very dangerous Eve, I saw um I remember seeing something I can't recall it fully but it was a similar situation ooh, similar situation in the art world where um certain galleries were having to use or find and use technology that will detect whether art was created by AI I think it's more like yeah. in the digital realm but it's the same kind of thing there why should why should it shouldn't be fair for us to compete against computers? Mm. One second. Yeah. Be back. What was you saying? Yeah, um, AI is so scary. Scary. But yeah, scary. that's all that I have at the moment in regards to this. Like, I'm sure it's going to bring up like a wider conversation. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are going to be upset. A lot of artists, creatives, consumers, mm. all the rest of it. Um, someone's going to come and say that it's not fair. Um, and the rules need to be like, you know, very 
thought out and there's going to be so many loopholes as well just like any new invention and all of these kind of things but it's just interesting i wonder how it's going to play out in the uk as well sorry to everyone in advance yeah um yeah we are on almost the hour mark so um i think we should jump into what we've been watching so much take it away queen we watched the equalizer three um featuring denzel washington and what's that babe's name selena no what babes no no. dakota fanning that's the one close enough um wonderful performance (laughs) reunited once again after uh man on fire i think it was 2004 film broke my heart oh my goodness i shed a tear so sad um shout out to denzel man but he looked aged in this film and yes he is yeah he's about 85 can we can we calm down all right cool so this is obviously the trilogy Mm. um I think it's it's a great trilogy. I think that this should be the last one. <laughs> I really do. I don't I hope they don't try and mission impossible this out. From a nursing home? No. <laughs> it's only because like it's only because like the equalizer was late on in Denzel's career. I think the first one came out in 2015, if I'm oh. correct. Oh, I thought um, it been longer than that. Wow. So it's not very long there. Um, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Um, let me let me go on IMDb real quick. Get my check. facts right. Um, oh, in... 2014. Oh, wow. Was he the first one. And the second one came out in 2018. Also, oh, it's been ten years. Yeah, so like you, when you're when <laughs> when you've reached a certain age, ten years is like is crucial. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. So going into the movie, I was just saying that like I hope it's not unrealistic where they've got Donnie like fighting for the whole film like they did in the first one. Well, he wasn't really even fighting for the whole movie in the first one. It was just longer fight scenes. Whereas as in this one, they were very short and swift. There was a lot of dialogue in this one. Though It was quite emotive. It was sort of like a retirement type of... The last, yeah. the last hurrah kind of thing. Like this yeah. is the last time I'm gonna be body and dons. Yeah, like I'm not a killer, but don't push me. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. You know, <laughs> um, I didn't see the stopwatch that much in this movie. Mm. He was in a nice small town somewhere in Italy, and he just happens to be in a place where like mad stuff happens, where he has to involve himself in. And he actually doesn't want to be part of it as well. He's just like, oh, you're just messing up my stuff life. Once it comes across his radar and once he makes it his business, mm. 
He may be old, but he may be old presenting, but he gets it in. He mashes works, yeah? How can you say old presenting? I mean, we watched the movie where he was struggling to walk up the stairs for 45 minutes. Oh, um... The first 45 minutes was like a recovery of like... Yeah. The the bodying that he did in the opening scene. Do you know what I'm saying? And then like... You know, he was being looked after by this random doctor that don't report anything to the hospitals or anything like that. Like, it's just like, yeah, man comes to see you. Yeah, you're healed. And then everything else is going on. But it was really interesting when this younger lady started to take a liking to Denzel in the movie. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> Health. Bring back to life. Health. He was like... Listen, he was 20 years younger after that. He was actually sprinting up the stairs. He struggled to walk up for the first 45 minutes in the movie. Yeah. And then next thing you know, like, he starts to make everything his business. <laughs> he cares about his community. It, that wasn't his community, okay? Oh. John McCall. Oh. Is it oh, John? Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. What's his name in the movie? John McClane. Robert McCall. John. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, Robert. Bob McCall. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I felt like you had like a um, an opposing view to what I had after the movie mm. um, where you just wasn't like, I don't know, you had mixed, mixed feelings about it. Yeah, I think now that I've taken time to think about it, I think they did everything they should have with that movie. Um, mm-hmm. He, We cannot expect him at his age to be running around, just like you said, killing people like he was in the first movie. I think the action was very age appropriate, but I think going into it, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what to expect. And I... yeah. And I think that's where the disconnect comes from. So it's not like it didn't meet my expectations. I just didn't know what my expectations were. Um, but after thinking about it properly, I thought, no, that's a good that's a good story. It was a good story of a man who, you know, has these skills. He doesn't want to be pushed. He actually just wants to live his life. So just like you said, retirement vibes. He wants to eat his fresh bread and drink his wine and do up cinema in the town square. He just wants an easy life. And they tried to take that from him. He just wanted to drink his coffee and like rearrange his napkin fifteen times on the table. Mm, OCD vibes. OCD vibes, which impressed a babe. Like that's never happened to me before. Oh, are you? Do you have OCD? No, but like when I'm sitting at a cafe, like you know, stirring my tea like sixteen times, a babe was like, "Why do you?" A babe's never come up to me and said like, "Why?" <laughs> That was interesting, the way you stir your tea. <laughs> okay, let's be, let's be for real here for a moment. Let's be here for real. If a babe actually said to you, that's a very interesting way you um, stir your tea, tell me your reaction. Would it be a side eye? Or what's wrong with this babe? Yeah, come on, my face, bitch. Uh, see? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. No, I'm a nice guy. This is this is the real you. This is the real you jumping this out. This ain't the real me. Yeah, this is just asking, you know you, content, 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 really? content, 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 content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 
but yeah there was like various different parts of the film like it was quite silent for like at, like the first hour yeah like there wasn't much action until the bad breeds came in and started oh, fucking shut up my gosh i and i made a you know what the police officer I was like, oh, I those bad face. breeds. I was talking about the bad breeds in the actual cinema. Dusty. Oh, oh. Sounds like hate to me. Oh, uh, yeah. There were some youths in the cinema. And first of all, if someone approaches you in the cinema and tells you that you're in their seat, you move. You actually, you move. You don't sit there and argue with somebody about their seat. If somebody's in your seat, that sounds like a you problem. That doesn't concern Go and sort that out. Do you know where I am at my assigned seat? Do you know where you're not, your assigned seat? You need to move. Thank you. You need to leave. (laughs) You need to leave. Um, (laughs) The bad breeds in the movie, yes, they were so bad breed. Oh, my God. So awful. Just messing with the peace of the town. So they were like depicted as the mafia, right? In that small little Italian town, whatever, like, you know, very community based. And they were just trying to switch it up for their own personal gain. Um, and Denzel was just peeping like what was going on for quite a long time before he actually thought, you know what? I've been healing for like a hundred nights. <laughs> I'm I'm back now. Yeah. But he did it in such an elegant way, yeah, where I was just like, you know what? I would love to possess those skills where man can make another man almost ship bricks in a restaurant full of people. Yeah, that was a great scene. That was a great scene. Now you look mad. You tried to cause a madness and now now you look dumb. Madness has come. Let's be mad together. Let's be, you know, that's my ethos. Let's be mad together. Oh, you want to disturb the nice people them's meal? Okay. Yeah. Cool. After you just tortured our poor Lino. Oh my god. Oh, he didn't. In front that. of his family, in front of his daughter. Oh my god. He just. Lino's been through bad. enough. Okay. He didn't deserve this. I call him Lino because that's that's what his name was in from scratch, and I bowed like a baby when I watched that series. Oh, uh, is that when you had Kafifi? Hmm? Is that the one you watched when you had COVID? Yeah. <laughs> and I was an emotional wreck. Yeah. You know when the tears are sliding down your into your ear? That that one. And I was like, poor Lino, he's been through enough from scratch, and now you want to torture him in the equalizer. Goodness me. Wow. What an actor. What a man. What a guy. It's a good, a good film. Mm. The people them got their just desserts. They got what was coming to them. They're just uh, what? They're just desserts. Okay. Yeah. Is that not how you say that? Pudding. Oh. <laughs> huh? That was well done. That yeah, that was a good one. Well done. Um, what else have we watched? Dope sick. But yeah, no. To conclude, wait, wait, hang on. Oh, so sorry, to sorry. conclude, go watch the Equalizer Free. It's a good one. If you're expecting action throughout, then you need to be guided because oh. Denzel is 88 years old. Okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's, he is 88 years he's old. He's getting on a bit, man. 
get like stop giving him action movies now. Like you know, we need fences again, where he's just in the backyard, being that you know grumpy black dad. Uh yeah, yeah, yep. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I enjoyed it thoroughly, man. Um, and yeah, I don't think that there will be another equalizer after this. It's enough. We don't want any more. Thank you. What else has been there? Um, have you been watching? Dope Sick on. Oh, okay. Disney, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Um, mm. About, I think I spoke about it briefly. I'm not sure, but I watched um, a really similar series on Netflix called Painkiller. Um, it's about mm. the same thing, the opioid crisis in the US, kind of how it started. Um, the Purdue Pharma, who were the pharmaceutical company behind the drug OxyContin, um, how it took hold of communities and, and ruined entire villages, caused loads of deaths, um, crime rates went up in those kinds of areas because what the pharmaceutical companies were doing um, was not being honest about the effects, the side effects, the strength of it. So sales reps were going out. Oh. Okay. Um, you said yeah. strength, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Express yourself. Um, the sales reps were going out to the areas where people did a lot of manual labour and trying to get these doctors from those areas to prescribe people these pills. Um, a lot of it hinges on the fact that they said there's only, uh, or there's a less than 1% addiction rate, which allowed the doctors to go ahead and just prescribe it to any and everyone. Um the one on Netflix has got, I don't actually know her name. Um, she was Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black. She's the main character in that series, the Netflix one, which is called Painkiller. Mm-hmm. The one okay. on, I haven't finished Dope Sick, but I enjoy, I'm enjoying Dope Sick more than Painkiller because her performance to me, I'm so sorry, I don't know her name. It just wasn't believable. I didn't get, it didn't grab me, you know? Um, mm. Dope Six got Rosario Dawson. <laughs> yeah. Is, is Rosalia Dawson? <laughs> Rosario Rosalia. Dawson, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, huh? Um, yeah. That story is just a bit more, the way it's told is just a bit more interesting, a bit more gripping. It's got that um, Kiefer Sutherland? No. Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where I was going with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, got him in it. I haven't finished that, but would definitely recommend. So those two are uh, Painkiller on Netflix and Dope Sick on Disney Plus. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, um, they've they've called it a mini series, so I'm not sure if um, I'm not sure if it's like uh, if it's coming back. What for another season? I'm not sure. When they call something a mini series, does that mean that like it's only like I don't know six seasons long? I mean six episodes long, and just like, or is that like when they say limited series? When they call it a limited series, that's when it's only like one season, right? Yeah, I think so. That's my understanding anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I need to really like um check that out. It seems like a vibe. I haven't watched Painkiller. 
Um, and I think the the babes that you were talking about in Painkiller is called Uzo Aduba. That's the one. Sounds familiar. Yeah, she's in the um, uh, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, the animal, the animal. Chat, chat, chat till the cage is full. The cage is full. The day is new. Everyone's waiting. I never watched it, so I don't know what oh, you're talking about. Wow. Over your head. <laughs> yep. Um, a series that I've been enjoying is Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Yeah. An amazing, an amazing um, series um, surrounding, obviously, the um, the rise of, well, it's in the title, The Rise of the Lakers <laughs> Dynasty. I think it starts from, I think the time span starts from 1980 um where the owner of the lakers or the new owner of the lakers jeff bus decides to sign magic johnson at the time he was a rookie okay sorry dr bus um he what am i saying he signed uh, magic johnson when Magic Johnson's a rookie, he's not necessarily proven yet, but he bets all of his cards. He puts all of his cards on Magic Johnson to the point where, like, everyone else is quite envious. They don't understand it. Um, but I believe that they win a championship in Magic's first year. Um, yeah, was it and it kind of details... I think it was his first year there. I think it was his first year there. And I think it kind of details like um, a lot of different aspects of the story, not just, not, not, not just surrounding magic. Yeah. Um, You know, it touches on the coaches at the time, the tension between the coaches, the original coach that, you know, um, Pop down. you know, brought in this philosophy to, to the team and he had an unfortunate accident and you know he never really recovered from that so his assistant Paul Westhead took the job and he grabbed Pat Riley as his assistant and you know they won a championship and then after that things just didn't seem to go too well and then they started to tap into like you know their personal lives of the players of um, Jeff Bass um, so we really got like you know some real character analysis from this from this show. I really like how it's shot as well. I just enjoy it thoroughly, man. Um, so it's currently on Now TV. Two seasons. It's halfway through season two. So um, I I highly recommend that to anyone that's into sports. Or you don't even have to be into sports like that. Um, it's just yeah, a good okay. story. Um, I think a lot of people know of the Lakers, but it just may not, especially in this country, they may not not know, you know, about the history and how it became so successful, even from a marketing perspective, like, yeah, they show how, like, you know, he wanted to make basketball entertaining, um, you know, and not as robotic. So, yeah, it's, it's a really good one, man. Magic and them, man, were getting in. If you know, if you don't know what that means, you know, doing fucky fucky all the time. Goodness me, 
every day. But imagine, like, you know, earning, like, 25 million in 1980 as a 21-year-old. So, because of money, you can't have crop control again? That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that put yourself in the shoes of a young rookie that comes from a small town, Lansing, and makes it out in LA, in California, with 25 mil, which, what is the equivalent of that in 2023? Oh, it was a lot. I feel like I remember it was a lot of money 25 That's... mil in 1980 what would it be in 2023 um yes he had when i looked that up yes he had a lot of money that's fine but he was also running down that babe um cookie that was his babe that's his babe but then you cheated on her with her best friend everyone is mad got her pregnant. everybody is mad and then it turned out not to be Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> Hallelujah. Huh? That's probably what you were saying at the time, 19, not me. However many. Nineteen eighty-one. All right, let's see. Oh my, it's so hot. What the hell is going I'm on? I'm sweating right now. I'm so hot. In uh, sorry, I can't remember what you said. Nineteen eighty-three. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Dollars. That would have been the equivalent of eighty-five million nine hundred seventy-eight thousand two hundred seventy-three dollars. Very specific, but damn. Oh, <laughs> that is a lot of money. Yeah. So yeah, that is a lot of money. As a twenty-one-year-old from Lansing. What would you do with eighty-five million at twenty-one? Um, I'd go on loads of holidays. Mm-hmm. I would We're just on your own, or like... no, 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 with all my people, then. Okay, uh, all of my people, then. Like, I'd make sure my nearest and dearest are set for life. Blow the bag on a whole load of irresponsible shit, but who's gonna beat me? I've got so much money, and then invest, blah blah blah, save, blah blah blah, and then. <laughs> All the boring responsibility. stuff. Yeah, like blah 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 responsibility. And then you won't really mm. see me, you know. Cause then I won't I really won't need to have a mobile phone. Wow. Did you see the clip of like a bunch of people in a club having a bottle war? America is so scary. It's it's such I hate a scary these niggas with all my heart. Oh, do you know what? That ER was justified. I'm not even I'm, I ain't gonna hold you. That one? Bottle wars. They weren't even drinking it. They were just like seeing who can pour the most alcohol onto the floor. Meanwhile, meanwhile, your child is at home pamperless. Pamperless. And this is what you're doing in the club. Terrifying. I mean, how do you know that though? They could be well taken care of. Okay, yeah, I'm on your side. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They... Their kids are pamperless, no school <laughs> uniforms, <laughs> and you're out there in the club doing bottle wars with people from a different state. Nah, sorry. It's so scary. The need for validation from other people. Yes, we all Harriet Tubman is spinning in her grave. <laughs> Can you let me be serious, please? <laughs> okay, go on. Sorry, the floor is yours. <laughs> Listen. There's like I'm sorry. Imagine spending so much money in a club on Casamigos, 1942, Henny, 
Ace of Spades, or, like all the rest of it, all that you can name, not to consume, but to just pour on the floor. And of course, he lives. So scary. The lack of discernment yeah. is truly terrifying. All you need is Diddy in the middle, and it's making the band again, just in the club. Oh, remember that time when he woke the niggas up in the in the bedroom and was like, "Yeah, we've got some new dons in. Like, you got a clash in the morning, morning breath." Crusty Amazing eye stuff. Eye that was. Didn't he make them walk like five million miles to go and get cheesecake? Yeah. That man's a crook, and he's wondering. Let me, let me, let me rest. Shout out, Diddy. I mean, do you have what it takes to to get this far? I had to do it, so. <laughs> Did you? How bad do you want it? You didn't have to walk for cheesecake, Mister Love. So let's calm down. We don't need to do all this. I can actually just get in an Uber. I can get a taxi. It's not that deep. Yeah, but there was there was, there was no Ubers back then. You can get a taxi. A yellow one. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get a taxi? You can get a taxi. Like it's fine. I don't need you to do this. Uh, all right. Do we have time for Chrissy's corner? Do you have anything Ooh, for us, Chrissy? Yes, I be Chrissy having Um. Okay, so this one is based off. Actually, I'll ask you the question first. What is the wildest thing you've ever experienced at a wedding? A stabbing. Oh. 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 Sorry. Um, it was. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually tired of you. I'm so tired of you. Hey, I'm speaking my truth. Um, Tell us more about your truth. Uh, I was there looking fresh and suave as you do you in really my nice suit. Hey, man, you know, sometimes it has to be done. The sun's out. It's night time, but okay. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I went to celebrate a union and it just turned out to be a bloody one. Oh, um... I I'm I'm glad that I you got up and left. Yeah. I got up and left immediately. Um, immediately. And the people that I was with, I was like, yep, let's pack it up. Let's go home. Let's be Let's go somewhere else. Let's let's go somewhere safe. Oh goodness me. Um yeah, well I'm glad you oh my god, I'm glad you fled to safety. Fantastic. Um for me it was at the reception. Everyone's in the hall eating and drinking. Nah, nah, nah. Next thing you know, you hear like, yeah, when I tell you yelling from the like hallway bit, the bride and the groom had gotten into it on their wedding day. So I told oh. calling each other all types of bitches and hoes, like in the flipping so out, it's all coming out now. People are trying to intervene. And it was so long ago, I can't actually remember what they were saying, but they were cut when I tell you they were cussing each other out like you dusty bitch, you musty hoe. Like it came I'm paraphrasing here, but it was so bad. It was so, 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 so bad. So they had to like take them away for a couple of hours, or if not like a couple of hours, so they can just like cool down. Um so for most of the reception they I were did. actually there. 
Oh, so this is after they had said all their vows. Yeah, this at the reception. Yeah. Before God. And then they want to come and do that. Hours, hours later, hours after getting married. Do you know what? Do you know what? It could have been arranged. Um, Could have been an arranged marriage. I really don't think it is, you know. Well, it was. That's what makes it even scarier. Or if it's not arranged, I know that a lot of people have been pressurized into marriage. Fair. Right? So it could have been something that they did, you know. Fair. Just to shut Sometimes you have to be a rebel early on in life so that, you know. Your folks, them, can't dictate your adult life. Some One tweet said, disappoint your parents early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right, and next one. What was the most outrageous lie you believed as a child? The most outrageous lie I believed as a child... That's a good question. I don't think I did. I think for a while I believed that babies came from the stalk and just dropped the baby at the door and that, huh? Do you remember finding out that they don't? Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) quite soon after. (laughs) Someone was like, don't be so ridiculous. Oh, just crushing your child. Don't be so naive. And I'm like, uh, I'm like five. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Listen, that person, as an adult now, you look back on those situations and you think they probably just paid their council tax bill that day. Like, they didn't yeah, want to be stupid questions. <laughs> yeah, for real. Babies came from a stalk. Move. Move your ass. Let me show I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like six. Um, For me... Um, oh my gosh. I remember once my mum I remember once my mum told me that the she moon would follow you if you did something wrong. So I remember there was like we were in the car and the moon seemed really, really, really low. And I think like before we left the house or something, I like my mum I think I'd like taken something, like a snack or whatever. And my mum was like, No, they're not for now, they're not for later. So she obviously must have known. Um, and so then <clears throat> ever since like for a long time after when I'd be in the car or the moon the moon looked really low I was like oh my gosh I've been clocked like my parents said I've done something wrong or I've told a lie and then I was just like oh no it's the full moon that's all speaking of moons like the moon was mad low the other day did you see it um yeah it was really giving apocalypse vibes yeah the blue moon or something like that it only comes like every I don't know what the number of years was, but it only comes like once every X amount of years. I feel like one of the oh, really cool. 11 babes must be able to tell us in the comments. Yeah, man. Yeah, in the Spotify comments, just clarify for us. <laughs> I, 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 I moon watch. I can't lie. Um, but any like facts about it, I have no idea. I just know that if it looks pretty, I, I stop and stare. Um. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, another lie that um my mum used to say is like if 
if I was to make a face, a funny face, and she was like, you better stop doing that because if the wind changes direction, your face will remain that way. And I'm like, what a thing to say to children. <laughs> Were you a bad vibes kid? No. Okay. I was actually like one of those quiet kids in the corner that just did their own thing didn't bother anyone just you know my auntie actually didn't like to babysit me because she said i was boring i was like Is, <laughs> isn't that what you would want like, oh, would you oh. want, what do you mean like let's play no you oh. go and do your adult stuff oh okay so you're just on the just, ease me up thing just watch me like just you know, you're here to babysit. Just do that. Oh, um, okay. Next maybe, question. Maybe I was bad vibes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really that's what I'm getting from this whole thing. Because <laughs> I'm like, how are you saying all of this and bad vibes not coming to mind? Hun, that's very bad. Fair. Vibes. Fair. I just said what Paul said. Um, if money were no object, what outrageous luxury would you add to your home? Hmm. I can go first. I thought about this. For me, it would be one of those, like, you know, in your wardrobe, you can hang your clothes up and it will be on, like, a rotatory thing, like at the dry cleaners. I don't know how to explain this. So your clothes would be on the hanger. Well, like, like, like a donna kebab. <laughs> no, not each individual item. So you've got them, like, hung up and then you can press the button. Oh. Around. Yeah. That for me would can't lie. Out. Wow. When I had um oh sorry when when MTV Cribs was a thing, mm-hmm. yeah, and I used to see like people with lifts in their yard. <laughs> I'd have a lift. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Do like you if you had like a town, there? if I had floors, absolutely. Wow. Stairs where? Oh, you're not doing up healthment again. I'll have a gym. I'll do it there. Okay. Okay. No, that's that's fair. What else would you add? Mm. An over-the-top man cave. What would you have in it, though? Because you don't really press computer game. Yeah, but that wouldn't be the purpose of my man cave. My man cave would be to implement all the things that I like in this man cave if money wasn't an object. Just think about what you know that I like and think about what would be in this room. Okay. Would you have stuff like a vending machine? Yeah. Into. <laughs> yeah. No, the no, it, no. For for me, I'll have like the free code for any visitors. Slots and <gasps> coins in that bitch. Wow. You've got all <laughs> this, the vending machine and common one pound Snickers you can't give for free. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If money wasn't an object, then obviously, um, you know, I'm quite giving. So why not? Um, oh, like, what else? Oh, in no, the, in the house. 
automated blinds. Mm, like in one of those fancy it. hotels that people yeah, do. Like, everything's just on the timer, so I don't even have to like. Fair enough, you can just press the button, fine. But I want the like at six forty-three. It opens the curtains. I love that for me. But then, how lazy would you be? Coming from someone that wants to lift in their house. I can be as lazy as I want to. Money's no object. True. But also, like, with the with the blinds thing, it's just the... Just not having to get up. Especially if you have, like, blackout curtains. Like, my, if I, my curtains are completely drawn, it's dark and I will be sleeping. So, just having it on a timer kind of thing. Because it's almost like having an alarm, but natural, you know? What time would you set the blinds to like Ooh. rise? Um, I would just make sure that I'm able to sneeze them things. Fair enough. Yeah. Using AI. Oh, scary, scary, scary AI. Um, what is a song? <clears throat> what is a song that immediately takes you back to a particular moment in life? Mm. What is a song that brings me back to a time in life? I can go first. I remember there's a song um, by Bewitched. Um, I can't remember. Say you will, say you won't. Say la vie. Say la vie. That is it. I remember being in primary school and my friends and I were making up a dance to it in the playground. And really random memory um but forever and ever and ever every time i hear that song just remember being in school playing uh michael jackson blood on the dance floor because i had to perform it at a school talent show once moonwalking like a like a roji um can you moonwalk yes no this is the real question can you do the worm no. Oh, thank God. Instant ick. What a horrible dance move. Because, yeah, it is. It is a horrible dance move. Really and horrible. I did it once and my mum just grabbed me from, the, from my ear and said, don't you ever dirty these clothes again. By In good clothes. How dare you? You know, when you're young, like, you're just doing a madness. Like, you don't care about... <laughs> you don't care about... <laughs> you're doing the Man was doing a... Um... <sighs> Who was the wrestler at the time? I think his name was Scotty Too Hotty. And his... His... Um... His... Uh... One of the... his moves was to do the worm. And obviously, like, when you're big on wrestling back in the day, like, you know, you just did worm. The worm! The worm! And then, oh. you know, in the last bit of the worm, you get up and then you just do the elbow dropped. And I probably used my sister or something as the other <gasps> person that I was wrestling with. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, thank you for that. Um, final question. If you're home alone... <laughs> and you hear a knock on your bedroom door what's your response i'm grabbing a weapon oh okay will you answer will you say who's there maybe not answer but will you ask who's you, there 
wait do i live alone so let's say you know you are you know that there's absolutely everyone's out there's nobody in this house nobody there and then you hear like so it's not even like something could have like accidentally not someone yeah that's that's like a very like that's that's a that's a knock with rhythm like that's what i'm saying (laughs) someone's definitely not like someone's you know someone is there yeah weapon Okay. Keep something under my bed. <laughs> I said to I said to my friend, if I heard someone knocking on the door, I wouldn't like. She said she'd ask who's there, but my thing is, I'm not. I'm I'm not asking who's there because I don't want to know. So how like do you think by not answering they'll go away? Honestly, call it delusion, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't. I'm not asking who's there. I don't want to know who's there. I'm not answering because you're not here for me. I don't know who you are, but I can. one thing I know is that you're not here for me. This knocking on the door doesn't concern me. And then she said I was mad. There is an element of madness to it. <laughs> I know that some people will actually just turn over and just go to bed. If you want to kill me, just kill me. But no, I'm sorry. I've got a life to live. i got a daughter. I just... I mean, of course, if I heard it again, then I'm grabbing something. I don't know what it is, maybe like. But then I think in the panic, I'd grab something really ridiculous, like a notepad. Like, I, can't I always think of these scenarios. Because you, you think you'd do the right thing and you'd like, ah, oh, go get the strap. Ah, no, but you probably like, I don't know, grab a pillow. I don't know. You hold over there. Don't worry about me. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, yeah, I would grab a weapon and I'll probably open the door. Probably go and open the door, but like in a way where like I'm out of sight. Okay. But then how are you going to, it's not the front door. How are you going to open the bedroom door in a way that you're out of sight? It's, It's the door. Yeah, but like I can just uh, like I'll have like I'll move uh, to the okay. side and yeah. like do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strategic. Um, I love that. Yeah, and open it quickly and dash something out straight away <laughs> from the side. <laughs> In those situations, you have to move quick. Yeah, and true. if it's if if someone just happened to sneak back home and. Um, you know, try to prank me, then sorry to them. That's what you get. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Fuck around and find out. Oh, yes, just just like Dan said. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, it's it's just one of those ones, like, because I think even um, just being home alone, there's a level of paranoia that comes with it sometimes. Yeah, because like Absolutely. it's when you hear the most like strange noises and stuff and it's like what is that on the wall and you're like um yeah like you know just one of those things where like your your antennas are already up Mm. so you just don't even know how you're gonna react or maneuver or like all of these kind of things are running through your mind so in that particular scenario that you just named where you know for a fact that you're home alone and there's rhythm in the knock there's yeah. like a beat 
Don't don't <laughs> fucking banter me, bruv. Are you crazy? <laughs> but yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Well, thank you. That is it for Chrissy's corner this week. Um. People should respond in on Twitter. Use the hashtag. Um, also yes. on Spotify as well. We'd love to hear your answers to Chrissy's Corner. Oh, Foles usually does that so well. I mean, no, he does it terribly very well. What, singing? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So awful, but he's good at it. Um, not going to discuss any new music this week because I really want to play some new shit. There's a lot of music that I've been taking in over the past week or two. Um, so next week's episode, you are definitely going to hear about what I've been listening to um, from major artists, unknown artists, and um, yeah we'll be able to play some sounds i think it's been a while since we last played some music um there has been some announcements nsg have announced their debut album um which is called area boys i believe let me just verify that man can't be like out here just yeah, you know, leading the people them astray. Some mad shit. People like leading people shit. astray. Mm. Excuse me. I said, it's unlike you to talk shit. Wow. Okay. So, Area Boys they posted a couple of days ago our debut album out twentieth of October. Around the corner, not far. So Shouts to NSG. Look forward. Look forward to that. You know, they've um, supplied us with endless of hits and stuff like that. Not too many projects with the amount of music that they've churned out over the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, I look forward to, to this album. We spoke about Diddy dropping an yes. album next week. Diddy, Diddy Money. Still spinning Victoria Monet's album. Jaguar 2. Um, Benson, also known as BXNXXXX Triple X Tentacion. Oh my gosh, I was so proud of you for a split second there. Like, oh my gosh, you got it right. Wow. Um, he's dropping an album as well on the 5th of October, I believe. Um, he's got a banger at the moment with Steph London. What's popping? Probably going to play that in the beginning. Yes. Um, yeah, she she's she caught one. Shouts to BX Triple X X. Okay. NXX. Mm-hmm. Um what else have I been who else is is dropping or dropped? Uh Doja Cat is coming out with something. Um <laughs> we which we can speak about next week. We'll speak about that next week. Um as I'm recording from my humble abode with people that I love. I don't want to be speaking about demons and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In this yeah. household. This is the house of God, okay? Not in that Christian household. <laughs> yeah, not in this Christian household. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to them, but I've enjoyed this one. Um, shout out to yourself, Chrissy. Big up the Chrissy Hive. Ooh, shout out to you, Van. Shout out to the Cufflinks and the RNA community 
Thanks for showing us all the support. Foles is not here, yeah. uh, but he'll be back next week looking as black as who? Who did he say? He said he needs to be Amistad Black. Give us free. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know where to find us yes. on all digital streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, Amazon Music, and all the rest of it. Um, use the hashtag to interact with us online on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. That's hashtag off the cuff pod. Um, I go by the name of Mr. Vance. And it's Chrissy. And Chrissy Hive. And yeah, we'll catch us next week. Peace.